0: Good evening to you and yours. It is Wednesday, February first, at eight forty-five p.m. About a half hour, maybe a little less than that, a half hour ago. Purdue, uh, the Purdue-Penn State game went final. Uh, Purdue won eighty to sixty, improved to twenty-two and one. Um, And uh, but really, the game was was out of hand long before that. I'm going to talk about how that precipitated, what caused it, what are the highlights, the fun stuff. There's plenty of fun stuff. But first, let me thank my sponsors. Thank you to Martin Vintage. Uh, head over to martinvintage.com, get a t-shirt, get a sweatshirt, enter a boiled checkout, 15% off. After you get your t-shirt, make your reservation. Go to eatajs.com. Right now, go to eat, well, not right now, right after. Again, I keep doing this. I don't want to send you way too soon. Go to eatajs.com, order ahead. Burgers, beef, and beer, or burgers, beef, beer, funnel, uh, funnel cake, sticks, Fried pretzels, fried mac and cheese bites. Go ahead, go get it. Get a pint. Watch some, watch some television. Watch some games. Get ready for your next home game. AJ's on Vine. So Purdue beats up on uh, the the ex-Purdue assistants team, Micah Shrewsbury's team, eighty to sixty. Purdue improves to twenty-two and one on the season. The night after, IU struggled and lost versus Maryland. Purdue looked like they weren't taking anything too lightly. Uh, they took took the game very seriously, uh, but one guy made this thing go tonight. You, you might have thought, oh sure, Zach Edey. That's what he does. That's what Purdue does. They ride on that. Not tonight. Tonight it was Mason Gillis coming off the bench. He went off. He had nine three pointers. Nine three pointers. I I couldn't. I can't. Still can't understand the record. He said. I think it's the record. Of threes made by a Purdue player at Mackey Arena, I believe. Because they said Carson Edwards had hit 10 threes. And eight was the record at Mackey Arena. I think nine might have been the record. I don't know. Ten. Ten was. Carson Edwards hit 10 threes. Okay, so, and so at Mackey. Nine all time. Okay, nine second all time. And that's held solely by Mason Gillis. Ryan Smith and uh, I think there was three. Ryan Smith, Robbie Hummel. Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards had all hit eight at Mackey Arena. Mason Gillis is a good shooter. We've been saying it all year. You've been saying it to your friends, telling them, hey, Mason Gillis can shoot the ball. He can shoot the rock. And he showed it tonight. And it carried Purdue. It lifted Purdue. Whatever you want to say. Uh, The game was out of hand. Statistically, uh, Purdue was like a 99.5% chance winner with 14 minutes left. Mostly thanks to Gillis's heroics. But a lot of things went Purdue's way, and Purdue just really took it to Penn State. They were doing things the right way. They were uh, playing unselfish. Edie was playing hard. Penn State threw a goon at him, which is always fun. That guy could shoot, though. That's the funny thing. Uh, their their goon, um, he, he tried hard. He had floppy hair. Uh, seemed like a nice gentleman, but uh, he couldn't match up with Zach Edie. Um, that's it's it's a it's a fun night. I mean, anytime you see a guy kind of surprise. Um, Surprise a fan base, you know. Like Mackey looked electric. If you were there, if you're in the margins, you're you're live. I appreciate you being here. But Mackie you looked like that's the Mackie that I was telling my daughter about. And the funny thing is, my daughter, I think I told you, Mason Gillis is her favorite player. So she, uh, we called her in. She was working on some homework. got her back down to watch the magic that was Mason Gillis tonight and um, uh, Mackey appreciated him for what he was. Super, super fun game. Um, I like games where Purdue uh, completely makes it uninteresting to anyone outside of the Purdue family um, relatively early, and they did just that. I'll look into the stats real quickly. Um, Like I said, Zach Eadie had a hell of a game. Uh, Eadie finishes with 18 points, 13 boards. The guy that not many people, maybe nobody talks about tomorrow uh, but should talk about him is uh, Braden Smith. Braden Smith had nine points, nine assists in thirty-five minutes. And how about this? Zero turnovers. That's a ball game, friends. And this is just a guy doing his job quietly doing his job. Uh, he went one for six from three, so he was putting it up there. Um, and really, Purdue outside of outside of Gillis didn't shoot the three ball particularly well, but because of Gillis's. Incredible performance. Gillis hit 9 of 12 from 3. Um, Purdue ends up shooting the 3, 45, making 45% of their 3s. Nobody, I think Morton, he, he had a pretty solid game. He went 2 for 4 from 3, 6 points, 2 assists, just one turnover, a steal, and a block to go with that. Um, Edie 18-13, and, and there was one other guy that I thought, oh, Lawyer had a pretty solid game. He had 5 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. Pretty damn noteworthy. Treykov and Wren came off the bench. I was hoping that Edie would kind of take a seat a little bit earlier, get, keep some miles off these guys, you know, wherever you can. Purdue has their third game in a week against IU at S. Hall coming up on uh, Saturday. I'm not sure. Do you know the really tip-off time, OBD? This one's 6.30 or the 4 for, for Saturday. Not, yeah, 4. Okay, 4 o'clock. Uh, Purdue plays IU at 4 o'clock. Um, I don't feel great about this game just because I never feel great. Maybe it's old habits from when I was a kid. I never feel great about Purdue when they're going to Assembly Hall. Um, Purdue shot the free throw very well. Only went to the line 14 times, but they made 71% of their free throws. That's kind of a magic number. 70%, the magic number for me, uh, shot great from the field, though. 50%, 51% from the field. Um, like I said, they proved to 22-1. and one. They've crushed the greatest, the best start in the history of the program now. They're way out in front on that. Um, and that was just a that was just a fun game. Penn State um, is not a crappy team, by the way. Um, they beat Michigan by 21, 22 points, something like that, last game, uh, I believe. And Purdue kind of cooled them off with the quickness. Penn State came into that game 5-5 five and five in conference, really needed a win, um, as I think Hummel and whoever the other guy was. What's his name? Um, the guy at Penn State. Okay. Blundie. You're not listening. No. Um, yeah, great. All right. Uh, so anyway, so so the, as the play-by-play team was Hummel and someone else oh, said, uh, "Garden." Okay, thanks. Garden said uh, that you really want to beat the teams that are outside of your neighborhood, that are above your weight class, whatever it is, to try to earn your way into into the tournament when you're a bubble team. Uh, Penn State, of course, beat the teams around them. Right? They they've done a pretty good job beating teams like Michigan, who Michigan is. Well, they say firmly on the bubble right now. Um, Michigan's in a lot of trouble, I would say. And Michigan, Penn State, and IU all have a similar problem, and that is the inconsistency. One From night to night, you, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's part of the reason I think IU's dangerous. They've played some pretty good games this year, um, and now I think we can start, as Purdue fans, start looking forward to the IU game. I think it's wise to never—well, it doesn't matter what we do, fans, to be real honest— um, Walter Jordan, former Purdue great, said, I don't want anybody tweeting about IU until the Penn State game's over. I understand the sentiment because players are on there and he wanted to keep them focused because he thought, okay, as fans, we can say a lot of things, start talking about IU and the and the players will uh, start looking ahead too. But Purdue had no problem with focus tonight. That's credit to Coach Painter. It's credit to the players. Uh, Purdue did their job. So let me, uh, let me look at the comments. Appreciate all you guys tuning in live and uh, tuning in on delay and streaming. Um, Incredible, incredible game though for for Gillis again. Uh, Chris Harder says uh, the night show with B. Doubt. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, soon, soon, it'll be a live studio audience. Uh, you can make it happen. Um, we're gonna have a GoFundMe, low price of, uh, low price of a bazillion dollars. I, 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 yeah, we'll we'll start a GoFundMe and you can just give me some money and I'll put a whole new, I'll I'll blow out the back of my house so I have a studio. It'll be excellent. It'll be a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, but uh, by the way, a couple people on Twitter said that you went to AJ's because of Boiled Sports. We appreciate that. And if, if Adam is on tonight, if you – yeah, let him know. Let him know that uh, you go there for because of Boiled Sports. We really appreciate it. And everybody who goes, they have a great time. They enjoy it. They have delicious – leave a little – live with a full tum-tum. Okay, that's good. By the way, uh, right now, as I speak uh, – the second-ranked Tennessee Volunteers are down by nine to Florida, at Florida. Um, Let's—I'm sure they'll go up in the uh, in the net ranking and uh, and Ken Palm and all that. So uh, if Tennessee loses, I don't understand these algorithms clearly. Um, Boilerman says this team. That's it. It's all you need to know. This team is great to watch. They're fun, great to enjoy. Ted Berkey says Willerup Up Gillis has a uh, a great record. Magic number now is five. Uh, For a tie, six for the title. Somebody explained this to me on Twitter. There's lots of moving parts, right? As other teams win, that magic number can actually creep up. The max magic number is six right now for Purdue to clinch the title. Um, Let's see. Uh, Michael Gordon says, was it Kanza Martin ate an NCAA tournament game? I I think he might have been, and that's – I'd have to go back and look through the, the, the statistical um, uh, the records. That's funny. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Conzo Martin, he went off, though, old Purdue fans. You might remember this. Konzo Martin went off against Penn State at Penn State one time. Maybe you oldies, old heads can remember this just like I did. In Penn State's old arena, the, the student section was right on the court, and he was falling into them. It may have been his junior year, not his senior year probably was a junior when Robinson was there, he went off and he was falling into it and just chirping at them. And they were chirping at him there on time. It was awesome. An incredible performance. Uh, but let's keep going. Uh, Rudacris says, uh, don't even think a water bottle shower could cool off Mason. No, I don't think, I, I think that we you, you throw that ice cold water. Yeah. Rudacris, you've got the best username, by the way. I, I shared it with my son earlier today. Cause I think it's hilarious. Every time I say it, it's funny. Um, but, uh yeah, I would think an ice bath is gonna is just going to sizzle, and there's just going to be steam coming off of Mace. Great game. Uh, Austin Ray says, uh, what was the decibel when Mason hit that third three? If anybody's seen that yet, tell me, because I think that was one of those games that that seems louder than the 123, than the record that was just set. That was crazy. Uh, that was crazy. And I think we'll hear, if they did break it, of course, um, the Purdue Information Department, Chris Foreman and company, will get that info out as soon as they can. Um Let's see. Anybody else here? T. Rick says Mason having a game of a lifetime. Dude was dead eye. He was he was out there, and I uh, my art. If you get to see it for this game, uh, I did a little bit of a compilation with a a nuclear explosion over Mason's uh, uh, shoulder. If you look closely, because the dude was blowing up. Uh, Michael Hogg. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you got a good bunch of comments in the row there. I can't read all of them at the same time. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Ultimate Boiler says, I love that lawyer can create shots um, in the lane or take some twos as well. He's not stuck with three. He's a really, he's a deceptive creator, uh, point maker, really, really uh, creative player, really. And he's going to just get better and better as he gets more and more reps. He's not playing like a freshman. He doesn't rush things. He doesn't force things. Uh, Thank God that Lawyer and Smith are the players they are. They, they they are incredible. For their they play way older than their their actual age. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael JB says Ethan and Fletch uh, will be rocking uh, down south Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm. I think that's an interesting thing. If you want to leave it in the comments, tell me who's your not not the normal guy that's going to go off at IU. Usually Purdue when they win at IU. It's an unsung hero, at least last couple of years. When I think of it in my head, I like I think of Harms, right? Harms had the game winner a couple of years ago uh, it, down in Bloomington. Tell me who's your dark horse to uh, to have a big game down in Bloomington? Uh, yeah, this can't. Let's say it just it just can't be Edie. You just can't say Edie does it. Um, uh, Edie's going to have a, his hands full, but I think I don't think Edie will actually guard Trace Jackson Davis. I think you'll see um, first on Trace Jackson Davis, at least for much of the game. That's just my opinion. We'll see what see what happens. Keep him out of foul trouble. It's a good way to do it. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis um, had a twenty and twenty uh, night the other night when in the loss versus Maryland. Uh, the guy can play. He just uh, isn't great with his right hand. Um, I would say try to try to get him out there away from the blocks. He's pretty strong, but he's not as strong as uh, Big Zach. Um, let's see. Handel Jones says magic number for number twenty five five shared six outright okay so reiterates the point very very good I think it's um, honestly uh, just win just keep on winning I think I see a couple I've said this already what did I say the last five games I said they need to go three and two to win the big Ten title I think that was my opinion okay they're now on game three yeah yeah but I didn't I thought they'd beat Penn State you know they're three and oh in those five games though I think that's right because I think they've got if I'm Remembering correctly, you've got IU on Saturday and Northwestern right after that, which is also... They were a lot closer in the hunt. They got knocked down. And, uh, yeah, so... Let's see. What else? We got uh, Tark Shark says, is it just me or does the lighting in Mackie Arena appear to be bright white? Maybe it's the cameras in Mackey fluorescent lighting. I don't uh, see it bright white like that in other arenas. Um, it's a clean light. I'll say that. And in person, it looks very, very, it's very bright. It's very clean. Um, it looks great in person. Um, you told me why they have those lights. Though. Yeah, well, that's, that's years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Are- yeah, they Mackey used to have this issue back in the '90s and before, where the 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 spectators were almost in the dark. Um, it's still kind of dark at the spectators, but I remember back in like '90, they actually bought the TV lights because they had such a problem with the light on the court being a problem, and all these TV crews that come in, they'd have to bring additional lights to light up the floor, and they. actually bought those lights and they stayed around a little bit of course in the the recent remodels uh they've done fantastic things in there uh the info boards are good lighting's awesome um i think it's a great place to play of course all all very very um uh very very biased but that's about all i had for you guys um yeah sean stevenson morton played great d and hit a couple threes great game he's a he's an unsung hero he's probably my unsung hero of this game because he started off the game well i think he had a three in the first half and a three early in the second half um if if he can hit, I mean, he hit 50% of his threes. Two for four from three. If he can hit, you know, if he can get back to hitting 35 to 40, get that average back up to where I think it should be, where it was last season, uh, that's nothing but trouble for Purdue's opponents. Nothing but trouble because he's the guy that hasn't really been contributing much offensively, but in the last two games, all of a sudden, here comes threethin. So here we go. Uh, Kurt Schnepple says uh this may go without saying but another great showing by the paint crew paint crew brings it um and i haven't i haven't really had an appreciation uh video of the paint crew in a while where i really just kind of said how special they are but let me say let me i'm going to say that real quickly number one if there are any students listening watching whatever i hope you understand you're a part of something that's incredible don't take it for granted okay that's the first part The paint crew is an exceptional bunch. They are energetic. They're there early. They're always there early. Almost filling the place up half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour early. You guys come in there early. You're fantastic. You're all ready to go. Um, I have a friend. uh, She's she's one of the, the officers in the paint crew. Abby, well done. And I will also say, in the greater scheme of things, Purdue fans, I did this post a year or two ago. Let's not take for granted how blessed we are to be part of this, this fan base. And I mean this. This, to me, is incredible. We might take it for granted. We might take a lot of things for granted. A lot of people, there, there's a younger brand of Purdue fan that that kind of tends to throw everything into the NCAA tournament. Like, that's all that matters. I'll tell you what. For me, getting through January and February in Indiana is tough because I disdain the weather here. And I'm from here. I've lived here every winter of my life except for three um, and I can tell you, getting through the winter with Purdue basketball is a lot, it, it makes it a lot easier, it makes life easier. Going to those games every now and again, uh, it's just a it's just a little bit of uh springtime energy for me. It's incredible. We are a part of something very special, Purdue University, being part of this culture. And I hope we don't take it for granted. And eventually, who knows when? Maybe it's when I'm on my deathbed, Purdue's gonna break through in the tournament, but even if they don't, and even if the Mad painter doesn't, I keep saying this. This guy is an incredible coach. He's a coach that almost the entire basketball nation uh, admires because of the way he handles his program, the way he prepares players, the way he improves players. He and Brandon Brentley is under uh, you know underreported how great he is in the development of players. Um, we're part of something special as Purdue alums and fans. So that's about it. a little weird sidebar. but hammer down, God bless you, talk to you soon. Purdue is 22 and one. Ridiculous. Let's go.